Hello and what is up and welcome to Off the Books, where we're surfing the uncharted waters of accounting, of finance, and wherever else the waves take us. I'm Drew Dubner. I am your host. I am not an accountant, but I like asking questions of people who are, so finance professionals can do their jobs better. Today, we're kind of rocking a skeleton crew. It's just Steve and me today. Hey, Steve. Hey, Drew. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you, sir? Good. You know, for the folks at home, would you mind introducing yourself real quick? Yeah, no problem. Uh, Steve Soder, accounting enthusiast and Diet Coke aficionado. And I am looking to uh, to debit some hopefully helpful explanations for the questions I expect you will be asking me today, Drew. It's true. I'm going to ask some questions. So, uh, Steve, I try to learn more about accounting and finance all the time. I'm always on the internet. I'm reading blogs. I'm reading uh, news outlets. But truth be told, I don't always have the longest attention span when it comes to stuff like this. These are difficult topics. And sometimes I find myself over on Facebook or Reddit or Twitter or what have you. And they're full of these memes about accounting. And I get like, 60% of the jokes, but I don't understand them all. And you, being a card-carrying accountant, I'm hoping you can explain some to me. Uh, So recently, I emailed you over some memes. And basically, I'm just hoping we can walk through it. I'll, I'll explain what's on the screen. I'll explain what the meme is for those of you who are on a podcast and can't see what's on my computer screen. And then maybe we can talk through it and you can help me understand what's going on. Is that cool? That sounds great. I'll give it my best shot. Let's do it. So meme number one, uh, it came, came from a Facebook page called Accounting Memes. Very fitting. It is a dialogue between a few different people or presumed to be people. First sentence, balance sheet says, it's your time to shine. Then fixed assets says, what are you talking about? Balance sheet says, turn on the news. Fixed asset says, huh? Balance sheet says, dude, just do it. Fixed assets turns on the news. And then at the end, PPE says, well, balance sheet, it's been real, but I got to go. I don't take saving the world rather lightly. Steve, I don't understand this. (laughs) I guess uh, uh, if you're not an accountant, I'm not surprised uh, my question to you, uh, Drew, do you understand um, in the uh, today's current environment, the acronym PPE? Does that make sense? Yeah, in the in the COVID-19 sense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so personal protective equipment, I think that's what it sure. is. Your masks and your gloves and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Well, PPE is also an accounting term um, and has been for a very long time which would be um, uh, property, plant, and equipment. Property, plant, and equipment is synonymous with fixed assets. They're probably a little bit different. So if you were looking at a balance sheet, among the things that you would see on there would be cash and accounts receivable and then fixed assets. So what happens is that fixed assets in this case, theoretical case, is thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so cool. They're not talking about fixed assets, but they are talking about property, plant, and equipment, which is me. I'm way more important for this balance sheet crap. I got to go save the world. And that's supposed to be funny to an accountant who would know what fixed assets and PPE is. Clearly, it fell flat, but that's what makes this funny. 
I, I see. Well, part of it might be my delivery. Um, so <laughs> PPE, property, plant, and equipment. Correct. Uh, what's the plant part of that? Well, the, so the physical manufacturer of that? Yeah, so fixed assets could be anything like a huge piece of machinery. Um, it could be a computer. It could be furniture. It could be land. It could be a plant. Um, there probably are some finer differences between these terms that I'm not getting right. But at the end of the day, it's going to be um, you know, an asset that I acquired that then is going to be, uh, in most but not all cases, depreciated over a period of time. And that can be a variety of kind of, you think of it as hard, tangible objects, doesn't necessarily have to be tangible, but generally that's what people think about. So this imaginary dialogue closes with PPE being being the hero because PPE is also personal protective equipment. Exactly. Exactly. That's the humor. Okay. That's so, the humor. Well, that and the notion of line items having a conversation with the very balance sheet that they're on if you're an accountant, that would be kind of funny too, because these numbers apparently can talk. We just don't give them enough credit or maybe an opportunity to. Apparently, numbers tell a story. I guess that's part of the fun of accounting. Hey, numbers do tell a story in this meme. Numbers I tell love a it. Story. Look at us. We're storytellers. Love it. Okay. Thank you, Steve. That was meme number one. Meme number two is a picture meme. So we've got some text up at the top and then a reaction at the bottom. So the top says, executives, DOJ declined to prosecute our FCPA issue, so we're fine, right? Question mark, kind of a rhetorical question. And then the bottom says, SEC. And the SEC's reaction is just that picture of Jim Halpert from the office uh, staring back, presumably, at the executives. Break this one down for me, Steve. Okay, so... Um... I think it would be helpful for our audience uh, to know that Jim Halpert has a somewhat menacing stare. Oh, um, that's important to know. Yes. So so somewhat of a menacing stare, right? Like he knows something that the rest of us don't really know. What's funny about this is that, um, so let's break this down a little bit. DOJ stands for the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. FCPA stands for the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. And let's, let's dig into that just a little bit. So- uh, so that's a set of rules that has fairly stiff penalties um, and laws um, against people um, offering bribes, paying bribes in order to secure business in various countries. Um, that's how I got and, on the show. <laughs> well, then you may actually have a, a DOJ FCPA issue yourself, Drew. So are you the one with a menacing stare <laughs> staring well, back at me through the blinds? Well, you know, this is audio, so you wouldn't know, but. There's definitely some menace in my voice. Um, so this would be a case where, uh, you know, the executives in this fictitious company, they had a FCPA issue. So maybe they had a salesperson who actually um, paid a bribe in order to, you know, secure a contract. But the Department of Justice agreed not to prosecute. So they may think, oh, good, I'm good to go. You know, I don't have any issues. Well, anytime there's an FCPA issue, there may also be an issue with the Securities and Exchange Commission, another very powerful regulator. And uh, this would be the proverbial SEC with a menacing stare saying, maybe the Department of Justice isn't going to prosecute, but perhaps we're going to make this an issue for you. And that's the humor in it. Bingo. So repeating that back, uh, some executives say, oh, so we're in the clear with the Department of Justice. 
with this FCPA thing, but the SEC is always waiting right around the corner whenever you deal with the Department of Justice. Um, in this case, yes, that may not always be the case, but in this case, it is. So this may be uh, might be Dwight for the office uh, uh, fans out there. You know, this is Dwight having just gotten away with something or so he thinks. But then there's Jim popping open the blinds with his menacing stare thinking, oh, Dwight, just wait, you'll get yours. <laughs> that image just burned into the back of my mind now. I love Dwight and Jim. I'll just go right out and say that. They're so great. <laughs> So great. Okay, that's a good place to stop for a commercial. Be back in a second. Check this out. Today's episode is brought to you by Workiva. Fun fact. My first job was operating the scoreboard at local high school hockey games. They paid me in cash under the table, which is not something to admit in front of finance people, but I trust you, dear listener. I was under constant pressure from players, from coaches, referees, even the fans, to keep the right time on the board and get the players out of the penalty box at the right time. The job was about pinpoint timing and precision, all while people threw popcorn at my head. Workiva would have not helped me at all in that situation, but it will help you manage similarly stressful pressures you're under from executives, from the audit committees, from your board, and other scary characters. With Workiva, you get access to critical data right when it's needed Win back more time to spend on important stuff and stay out of the penalty box. Yes, Workiva. Learn more at workiva.com. That's W O R K I V A.com. And welcome back. Steve, I'm glad you're still here. I've got two more memes that I don't understand and I need your help. Um, these, are, these are doubly hard. I'll be completely frank, and I'm going to reveal something very revelatory about me right now, Steve. I know nothing about Harry Potter. Please don't think less of me. Um, I don't think less of you. It actually kind of connects the dots on a few things, Drew, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so this is a Harry Potter-themed accounting meme. So this, if there's a, a Venn diagram in your mind right now, it's two circles that do not touch, and I'm in the middle. So... It says, not accounting, not accounting. And there's Harry Potter and presumably due to the the label beneath it, a Harry Potter sorting hat. I don't get it. Okay. Well, let's start with the Harry Potter thing first. Okay. Um, I've seen the movies. I've read the books. Um, find them enjoyable, as do my kids. Um, so um, in the wizarding world of Harry Potter... When you go to the school Hogwarts, so that's um, one of the wizarding schools, presumably that's the best. What happens is all the students at Hogwarts are sorted into different houses, which would be kind of the cohort of where they live and where they associate. And you can have friends between different houses, but that's kind of your crew. That's sort of your family. Like a fraternity? Uh, sort of. Sure. I don't, well, I don't know. There you go. Hey, good enough. <laughs> For purposes of this, Yes. What happens is that when the first years come to Hogwarts for the very first time, they get sorted using this magical hat that can speak. It can sing songs. It can do other things. So what happens is this is where um, in the movies in the book where Harry Potter as a first year has the sorting hat placed upon him. And the hat is going to basically dictate which house he is going in and 
some houses are presumably evil and some are good and some have various traits. And this was him pleading not to be put in a certain house. It was actually Slytherin was the house he didn't want to be put in. He was hoping for Gryffindor. We don't need to get into those details. Gryffindor. Yeah, yes. I've heard of this. Okay. Oh, see, there you go. So this well, is Harry. This is him in the movie, a picture of him not wanting to go to Slytherin. But gotcha. as you described, it's not him saying, please not Slytherin, please not Slytherin. It's him saying, saying, please not accounting, please not accounting, please not accounting. Now, this could go a couple of different ways. This could be maybe a student saying, hey, I do not want to take an accounting class. Please don't make me take an accounting class. Or this could be, um, you know, somebody picking their major like, I really don't want to be accountant. I really don't want to be accountant. I really want to do something else. Now, here's what's interesting, and we're going to go down like another kind of level deep, if Let's you're do cool it. with that. Okay, Please. here we go. One of the things that's super interesting I find about accountants is that not always, but often, there is a moment for accountants where they realize, you know what, I really think this is something that I that I want to do, that that, that I think I want to study and pursue both. Your life moment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, either as a career or in school, presumably both. What I will tell you is that for me, I actually had a bit of a Harry Potter moment when I kind of realized that, hey, maybe this whole accounting thing is something that I ought to think about. That realization is not too uncommon. We had an episode recently with Professor Bill Dilla from Iowa State. He was a church organist, as you recall, but he had kind of an aha moment of when he decided that maybe doing accounting was better than playing the organ at church. What's interesting about this is just the whole notion of the sorting hat. And as if maybe choosing to be an accountant might be a little bit outside of your control because it, it kind of chooses you. You don't the profession choose it. chooses you. Wow. Rather than you choosing the profession. That's another Harry Potter reference to the wand. The wand chooses the wizard. I will tell you. I'll that, believe you. What's that? I'll believe you on that one. Well, look, I may have shared this experience before, but I will tell you that in my case, I still remember it very vividly, but I was um, in our uh, uh, one bedroom apartment, cinder brick walls. Uh, it was in Tucson. I was studying at the University of Arizona. It was late. My wife was asleep in the bedroom picture. The entire room was dark with a single dingy light bulb kind of hanging down with just enough light <laughs> cast over the table where I could see what I was doing. And it was an accounting exercise. I was posting journal entries to my trial balance. I was taking my trial balance. Um, I was compiling everything into my closing entries and then preparing my balance sheet. And this is very apt because it'll be the next uh, meme that we get into. But I was preparing my balance sheet and assets equaled liabilities plus owner's equity. It balanced. And right at that moment, it was as if there was a rush of wind and somebody had put the wand in my hand and you know, you there became was, a Slitherdorf. A Slitherendorf. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what house I would have been sorted into, but I did know at that moment that I needed to pursue both an education and a career in accounting. And as goofy and nutty as it sounds, uh, that realization and kind of that conviction that, hey, I think this is for me became a huge, huge benefit to me, um, uh, both at the time and has since, because I never really questioned the career decisions that I had made and what should I study. I knew accounting was for me. And so what's interesting back to this meme is that I don't think that whole notion of being sorted and kind of sorted into accounting is actually all that rare. 
um, I think accountants, um, it seems to me that tends to happen more often than other professions. So there you go. A little bit of backstory for you there, Drew. Steve, this started very, very stupid and ended very poignant. Well, I try to keep it real. You know, let's get you, down you to the do. brass tacks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Well, and the, and the next one, uh, you, you alluded to this in, a moment ago. The next meme we have is a, a double whammy in terms of pop culture things that I don't understand for some reason. It I, is the, presumably a Marvel movie with a guy who's large and purple and scary looking. And he's holding a knife of some kind. And it appears to be a double bladed knife. On one end of the knife says debits and the other one says credits. And it says perfectly balanced as all things should be. And the purple guy is wearing glasses, which may or may not be part of the meme. Steve, I'm so lost. Okay. Well, let's back up. Let's get to the pop culture side first. And then okay, we'll get please. Things. So so this would be Thanos. Uh, for those familiar with the Marvel movies, he was kind of the arch enemy that, that kind of everything had been leading up to over the last, golly, I don't know, 10, 15 years, however, however long the Marvel movies had been rocking. Everything was kind of leading to Thanos. He was the ultimate bad guy. And in the movies, he, he, he's making this comment to um, his daughter Gamora that, you know, this knife, as he's balancing it on his finger, is perfectly balanced. And he alludes to how the universe needs to be balanced. And that's why he's got this big, bad, evil plan. And, you know, no spoilers, Drew. I know you haven't seen it, but I don't want to spoil it for you in case you do. Oh, and the, but, and the listeners at home. Oh, well, exactly. And the listeners at home. So this is him explaining that this knife is perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Um, I can tell you Thanos does not wear glasses um, in the movie. So that was okay. um, added as part of the meme. Although his character probably would be slightly uh, differently perceived, I think, had he been wearing glasses during the whole t- uh, you know, movie. I he looks a lot more intellectual that way. So let's get to the accounting. So again, you've got debits on one side, credits on the other side, and it's saying perfectly balanced as all things should be. So I alluded to my example in the last meme of preparing all of my entries, kind of posting them to my trial balance that makes its way through some closing entries all the way through to the balance sheet. The thing for people to understand about accounting is that you don't record things once, you record things twice. So if I'm going to receive $100 of cash, I'm going to have a debit of $100 in cash, and then I'm going to have a credit of $100 of something. But every time you post a journal entry, the debits and the credits have to balance. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you are out of balance. And of course, all accountants want to be in balance, which is why the meme says, perfectly balanced as all things things should be. be. Now, Just because you balance in accounting, it doesn't necessarily mean that what you've done is correct, but it certainly does mean that at least balancing is not going to be your issue. And a little bit of an explanation, generally speaking, assets um, will have a natural debit balance, liabilities will have a natural credit balance, or revenue has a natural credit balance, meaning that all things being equal, when you recognize that, those were the types, whether debits or credits, um, to a book. So when I start the podcast and introduce myself as an accounting enthusiast, Diet Coke aficionado, I debit something because to me, these are assets, these conversations, and that is intended to be a reference for the accountants that 
Now, Drew, you understand, and any of our listeners do, but that is a direct tie-in, actually, to what this meme is trying to get across. So everything comes full circle. As all things should be. Wow. Okay, so reiterating that one, we've got our buddy Than Thanos. Thanos. Thanos, who doesn't normally wear glasses, but is because he's an accountant in Correct. this particular picture. And he's got a double-edged, or not a double-edged, double-bladed Swiss Army knife of sorts. Debits and credits, because they balance, because they're perfectly balanced, as all things should be, all is well in the world. Exactly. 100%. We did it. How are you feeling? I feel like this was slightly more enlightening, maybe spiritual for you, Drew. I don't know. Don't want to put don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm thinking your mind's blown a tiny bit. My my mind is is out there, man. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have to reflect on this. Going to have to journal about this. You know, I'm not going to beat myself up for spending time on Twitter and finding accounting memes because this is relevatory. I would say it's almost religious. We can leave it at that. It's sacrilegious. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> I love the accounting 101 stuff. I'm not saying I'm any good at it, but, but I love this stuff. It's because there are some really kind of unique, weird sort of like things that it's that way with any profession, right? But I mean, you know, the business that we're in, mm -hmm. this kind of stuff, uh, I think becomes really interesting. It does. So. And I love, I love analogies and Memes are just analogies brought into the soup of pop culture and the cultural zeitgeist. So yeah. it's Accounting 101 with Thanos. And I learned about Thanos, too. Yeah. Question is, how do I work in a Big Bird reference? <laughs> Steve, thank you so much for enlightening me with all of these memes. This has been... Off the books, I'm Drew Dubner. Shout out to all those meme creators out there on the internet, especially our buddy Matt Kelly over at Radical Compliance. Please subscribe to Off the Books, leave a review, do an interpretive dance, make a meme of Steve or me, tell your buddies if you like the show. Surf's up, and we'll see you on the next wave. <laughs>